Well, I want to thank you for coming on here, Warren. I, I know time is valuable. I know you, you're doing a thousand things these days. It's dope to, to have you on here, man. Thanks for um, having me. Nah, no doubt. Um, I wanted to ask you right off the top, man. Hip-hop turning 50, man. That's crazy, man. I know, I know you from Long Beach growing up. Yeah. I know you grew up around music. Could you talk a little bit about just your early you know, relationship with hip-hop and coming into it and, you know, with R&B and what you grew up yeah. listening to and all that? Yeah, just, just being around the neighborhood and, and, you know, back then the DJ was mm. our connection to, you know, learning about all of the underground music, everything. So mm. just being around the, the DJ world where, you know, you had the uh, world-class wrecking crew, you had the uh, DJ crew together. Uh, oh, word. Early the on, stereo man. crew. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, just being around that and listening to underground music and, and the... And the like artists like Run DMC, yeah. Beastie Boys, and even like Kumo D and the you know uh, Cool Herc and, and Busy B and those types of guys. Just yeah. hearing all of that music, uh, and to to now being a guy who <clears throat> they kind of they say is a legend in it, and and uh, it's 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 incredible because I learned from all of them, and that's what made me who I am, and and it. You know, it's got me to the status that I am now. Uh, just being a part of the, the beginning uh, parts of hip hop, even just listening to them and then being around, being a, having a chance to hang with uh, Easy E and, and and Dre and Some of the you know all of the 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 uh, the, the vets, Ice T and, right, and Dub C and, and you know all those right. guys from back in the day, Coolio, all those guys. So. I like to think that all the OGs that actually started, when you, when you guys are listening to the music that, that is coming out commercially, mm -hmm. uh, the Rock This Way with Run DMC, mm -hmm. they're mixing it with Rock, some of the hybrids, some of the things that kind of go away a little bit from hip hop, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, guys rapping on it, the battling, uh, the one-on-ones and stuff like that. Were you guys hearing a lot of the commercial stuff that was obviously coming from the East Coast? Were you guys hearing that, trying to form a West Coast version of that? Or, create your own version of that? Or was it just where it was going and what it felt like? It was just where it was going and what it felt like. Mm. And it just just inspired us to just do music, you know what Facts. I mean? But we did it in a, in a you know, West Coast style, like okay. our way, like more live instrumentation. Even though it was a lot of live instrumentation coming from the East Coast, but we were heav heavily inspired. Mm. Um, you know, just being at, just watching B Street. Fur. Um, Crush Groove, you know, movies like that. Uh, even, uh, the, even the Miseducation of, uh, what is it, Sonny oh, yeah. uh, Carter? Oh, Sonny Carter, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Even Hell, just, you yeah, know, yeah. that stuff was, was like, that was what was coming out of, out of, from New York and that, we loved that. We loved that. And, uh, you know, just those movies because it had a hip hop vibe to it, you know. And all of that stuff just inspired us along with having the Dream Team and uh, Arabian, uh, not Arabian Prince, but, uh, uh, God damn it, I, I'm just going to, uh, Egyptian Lover. Mm. Uh, who These was classic. These probably the, the major pioneer from the West was Egyptian Lover because he was dealing with the East Coast mm. way before a lot of guys, a lot of the OGs from California was even out. Um, and, and the L.A. Dream Team, uh, Ice-T, mm. um, those guys was, was vets. 
I was sitting up here. B Street was that was that shit. It was. You know, they 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 showed the, the grimy shit where they was in the in the in the broken down buildings, yep. setting up the party through yep. the electricity. We wasn't doing that shit. Mm. I learned you all know, that. You know, we one. we <laughs> that was that was dope. That's how they was doing it, pulling it in, yeah. bringing it from other stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that was originals, man. And, and oh, two, yeah. when I'm sitting here thinking about it, man, like guys like Ice-T and W.A., mm -hmm. those, mm -hmm. early, those early depictions of style, man, started giving like the, the West Coast like an edgier style than the East Coast, yeah. wouldn't you say? Y'all yeah. was still storytelling, I mean, but y'all was more talking about what was going on in the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gangbang was at an all-time high. No doubt. And... Uh, the artists at that time was just, you know, like NWA and Easy and everybody. They was just letting everybody know this is this is what's going on here, right. and this is our version of this is all we can put out because this is what we're going through. Mm. And it was it was really gang influenced, right? You know, with just along with uh, police brutality. Did you did you see? Because <clears throat> you was in early parts of of the depiction of what West Coast music would be labeled as, but I remember I remember rap being very inspiring. I remember Poor mm -hmm. Righteous mm -hmm. Teachers, mm -hmm. Tribe yeah. Called Quest, it used yes, to be, be an uplifting of a, of a sound. Yeah, they And then all of a sudden, I, I, I forgot about all that shit. Like, I mean, you was around when, talk a little bit about that the part. Yeah, I was, I was in that era. Yeah, I was in the De La Soul era, the, you know, the, uh, Black Sheep, Poor yeah, Righteous yeah, Teachers, yeah. uh, uh, Q-Tip and, and Fife Dog, them as my guys, even leaders of the new school, Five Busta Rhymes. And yeah, we yeah. was, Busta Rhymes and them used to come to the West Coast and me and Snoop would go up to the Lamondrian, mm. him and Charlie Brown and all them, we smoke them out. <laughs> Blow them down. You know, yeah. You know, just showing the West Coast hospitality. Word. Um, no matter who it was, Apache, who had Gangsta oh, Bitch, yeah, yeah, uh, Latif and them, everybody, when they came out here, we embraced them and, and just let them know how much we, we loved them because they inspired us. Wow. You know, so that, that whole, man, Poor Righteous Teachers, uh, Tribe Called Quest, actually, We Got the Jazz is mm -hmm. one of the, the records that inspired me. Yeah, We Got like, the period, Jazz. Like, period, as a, as a, a hip-hop yeah. producer, as a MC. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I ain't no heavy MC. I'm I'm just a, a storyteller, I guess you could say. Uh, but uh, the, all that stuff inspired me, and, and <clears throat> just being in that era, and then it turned into, you know, one uh, eight seven on a motherfucking cop, and and I right. mean that it was all it was still all yeah around the same times because me and Snoop was listening to Special Ed and. Mm -hmm. Uh, Second Shade of Red, uh, uh, Redhead Kingpin. Redhead Kingpin, uh, these are all classics right here. Go look all these up. These yeah. are all classic <laughs> classics. You feel and, me? Uh, um, but still, like, like, like we was talking about earlier, what comes out of you is where you are, Fires. where you at, you know? And we was in Long Beach, California at that time mm -hmm. uh, on 61st and Linden uh, hustling. Right. You know, just trying to make some some bread as some young young teens, just trying to make some bread, just caught up in the the same old hood shit. Right, the one twos yeah. of the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Talk, talk a little about about the Dre effect, man. You know, Dre coming from MWA, all mm -hmm. this knowledge, all this impact. He obviously <clears throat> set the wave almost, like mm -hmm. right. You know, Dr. Dre don't really get enough credit to me. 
Yeah. You know, when you start to establish like style and you start mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. implementing like how people do things, obviously it comes from Ice T, it comes from guys before them. Yeah. And um he was talk working about the with them then. Huh? Dre Dre, I think, produced uh had some something to do with the production of colors. Ooh. I know he had uh he was also a producer with the I don't know if you ever heard of the Bataram. The Bataram, yeah, boom, yeah, don't, yeah. don't. You uh, can't stop it, baby. The Bataram, yeah, have Dre, see, see, uh, I'm, I'm a connoisseur of all. We're gonna look this up. <laughs> <clears throat> I gotta, y'all got that right. We noted that. We got that name. Noted oh, yeah. and slated. Okay, boom. I'm gonna look that up. I gotta look that up. It's called the Bataram. What? The Bataram. Mm. Now, who was that by? That was by Toddy T and Mixmaster Spade. Mm. I think Dre, uh, DJ Pooh. I think they all was. All co-producers in that. Pool quick. They don't get enough credit, dog. Yeah. You don't never hear that. when you talk about pioneers of style. You never hear pool. You never hear quick. Why is that? Quick you think? Is, is quick is dope. Pool is dope. Um, I guess they, they, you know, they just, you know, just don't really be looking for a lot of publicity. They just right. want to do. They want their music to speak for, you know, for right. them. Uh, but they, they dope. You know, you know. Um, they're my guys. Right, no <laughs> doubt, man. I love, uh, yeah. I want to talk about them early days with 213, man. Talk about your first group. That was your first group, yeah. 213. Yeah, you, Nate, Dog, and Snoop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How'd that come together? Uh, well, we, we've known each other all our lives. Um, uh, elementary school and church. Uh, so as we got older like i said when we was in our young teens me and snoop was over on 61st street we was hustling mm. you know doing th different things and moving around and uh we we was actually doing music then you know we just you know was just doing it just for the homies mm. it wasn't for the masses we was doing it for the homeboys the neighborhood and everybody just to party to and uh so one day you know, Snoop and Nate had, was was at Poly together doing music, and Nate had went off to the Marines. So after he got out, he had heard about us doing music. So mm. one day we was on the spot, and Nate pulled up uh, on 61st Street. You know, uh, pulled up on us, and then we from there we just started just start doing music. And Snoop was like, he still singing. He was like, yeah. So we just started collaborating and just started doing music together. Three, three geniuses, mm -hmm. all bringing a whole different flavor to yeah. it, man. We went and did our first demo uh, with, uh, with DJ Money B from, from Long Beach. Um, that's when we we had a, uh, actually, you know what, remember we were just talking about Quick, but he Quick inspired us as well. I was about to say, man. He had an underground tape that was, was out. Say, it was crazy. That shit was hard in the motherfucker. Man, so Quick was that's, hard. Yeah, so that, that's what made us do the underground tape mm. thing, you know, so that's when we formed 213 and we 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 did our, our demo with Money B and it was called Long Beach is a Motherfucker. Oh, wow. That motherfucker hard to this day. I should have brought it up here. Damn. Straight up, straight up. Mm -hmm. Long Beach is a Motherfucker. So, so I got to so I gotta even say this, man. So mm -hmm. if we fast forward, a mm -hmm. lot of your friends go to Death Row. Right. Mm -hmm. You end up signing with Def Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Now you got to take us through the story of. I think I've heard the story, um, but I want I want to hear this story right here on Certified. Like, I mean, it, I was I was there, uh, did a lot of work with you know with Dre and 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 
Snoop, every, our whole crew, we all was there working and doing our thing. And then once things kind of blew up a little bit, um, tours started and things like that, um, you know, it was time for people to have their roles. Yeah. And my role was, I was a producer slash DJ. Uh, and I would, I would rap too, but, you know, when it came time to start moving, you know, I wasn't involved. Mm. You know, I wasn't being invited into the tour or, you know, whatever was going on. So, you know, it, it, it kind of had me upset, so. It fuck with the friendship a little bit between you uh, and uh, it, everybody else? I mean, it didn't really fuck with the friendship. Um, I just didn't, didn't uh, I didn't know how to, to uh, accept a blessing, pretty much because Dre must have seen something that I wasn't seeing as far as just being around, mm. uh, you know, getting myself caught up in a situation, you know, cause I was pretty much, I was a live wire around that time and I, I was, you know, down, you know, really down to do whatever. Right. And, uh, and uh, he, he pretty much seen that pretty much and was just like, man, you need to go on and be your own man. Mm. You know, it hurt. You know, I was upset a little bit, um, but I went, went and did my own thing. I went back to sleeping on the floor, uh, had my MPC 60, I had my Crater Records, um, and just started producing, just started doing my shit again and, wow. and start, you know, making songs with, with other artists outside of the guys that I was with, wow. which that's how I came up with, uh, Endo Smoke, mm. which was pretty much my first uh, production. Yeah. That was my introduction as a producer and an artist, because oh, wow. I rapped on it and I produced mm. it. And I, you know, helped write with Grimm's uh, verse, even though Grimm is, he's incredible, but I helped out with, I gave him some of the flavor that we had. Gotcha. You know, like that H&R stuff, the puff in your lungs, right. smoking on the chronic, getting straight sprung. <laughs> That's, that was our, that's that right. was a style that I that that I use that that we all you know had around that time that uh but um that that actually uh introduced me into doing endo smoke and also introduced me into producing definition of a thug for Tupac. Yeah. Um cuz I was at the studio, I came around after, you know, I was kind of like distant for a while. Uh, came to the studio and Drayden was working on a, on a, the uh, actually depot or just the soundtrack they was doing the record for it. And uh, I bumped heads with Paul Stewart and, and John Singleton. And I was like, look, man, I was like a starving student. I was like, look, do you guys have any room on y'all soundtrack? You know, if you do, could you please listen to the song I got? So Paul was like, all right, I'll listen to it. I said, well, can we go to my car? So I, I had a burgundy regal. We went, sat in the regal. Um, I put the tape in, I started playing it. And it went for about maybe 15, 20 seconds. And Paul was like, boop. He's like, stop, stop, stop. So I stopped it. And, and he was like, <clears throat> I kind of looked at him like, like this motherfucker, okay. He, another motherfucker tripping, don't want to you know, gonna shoot me down. So he was like, can I take the tape with me? I said, hell yeah, take it. He, he said, uh, just give me your number and I'll, I'll pay you, you know, and let you know what we think. 
And so what year is this? What year is this? That was like 93, mm. 94, 90, 93. 93. It was 93. 90, it was like and like 93. I think it was like, yes, 93. And what song was on the tape? The winner of 93. And what song was on the tape? It was Endo Smoke. Mm. And so I got a call that Monday and and Paul Stewart was like, we want this to be our first single off the Poetic Justice soundtrack. And I was like, huh? He was like, yeah, we want this to be our first single. So I called Mr. Graham like, man, we got a single with uh, John Singleton and Paul Stewart over there at New Deal. Uh, so they want to meet with us. So we went up, had the meeting, everything was great. Oh, wow. Uh, did the deal with them. You know, we got some cheese out of it. And, and that, that was pretty much my first introduction to, as an artist and a producer, uh, into the music game. Yeah. Man, I was thinking about this the other day, man. It's been 12 years since uh, Nate been gone. Mm -hmm. Does it feel like 12? Uh, yeah. You know, it, it, it feels like it a lot mm -hmm. because when, I, you know, a lot, we, we worked together a whole lot more than everybody mm -hmm. um and he really understood my music you know as far as my production and he knew what to do with it and i say that you know sometimes when i work with artists they don't really understand what's there you know nate would understand and he'll dissect and then he'll put the vibe to it mm -hmm. and the shit is a, is a classic uh, but some artists to the, today i'll be listening like damn okay i'm trying to catch the vibe with this and this and it's like, mm. what are you thinking about? Just go. Wow. You know, but Nate knew what to do. And uh, just not having him around, you know, just to, to get down on, on certain records that I do or me producing for him or him, hearing him, you know, on a record with Snoop or Dre or, or you know, anybody in the industry is just like, wow. But we still hear it every day, all day. Word. Year after year, ever since he died and before when we when we put the record out, it's still it's still going. So that's that's what uh you know, it, it makes me feel good just to know that it's still keeping his name alive along with with mine's as well, um what we did together as far as the regulate uh record. You know, we did that shit right in my apartment. A uh, little small apartment with no furniture, just a bed, and my dog shitting everywhere, and studio equipment in one room. And uh, we did that motherfucker right in there, you know. And from there, <laughs> you know, it, it uh, what was a trip was I was at the studio. Now, I'm, this is a whole other story. No, it's all good. We following? Uh, I was up at the studio with Dre, uh, him and Mike Lynn. So I told Mike, I said, Mike, I got the song I want you to hear because I know I knew that they was doing the Above the Rim uh, soundtrack. So mm. Mike was like, all right, come on, let's go. So we got in the car, once again, pushed the tape, and that, it was regulate. And uh, it was finished. played it. It was finished? Or was yeah, it, it was finished. It, it was finished. Okay. Uh, it wasn't mixed, but it was a rough draft gotcha. of it. And, uh, so it played, Mike was like, this shit bang. He was like, you let Dre hear this? I was like, nah, I ain't let him hear it. Um, so he said, I'm gonna I'm let Dre hear it and I'm gonna let Jimmy hear it. He said, and I'll get it, you know, I'll get back to you. So I, once again, 
Like this was a CD, this actually oh, not a okay. tape, but a CD, so I gave him the CD. And uh <laughs> Warren, we want this to be a single, our single for uh Bud the Grand soundtrack. Damn. And that was regulate. Damn. So I was like, damn. <laughs> you know, I wanna say two days ago. Mm -hmm. So first off, regulate is probably is one of those, one of those, one of them, one of them joints that is gonna be forever in my Top 10 forever, Thank right? You. Just vibe, just I can throw that on. I can feel like I'm on PCH. I can, you know, like I can, I can, I can give you moments in my life that I've had regulators be like the soundtrack to that, to those oh, moments, yeah. right? Oh yeah. You know, we got kids. Yeah. You know, our kids on all apps, TikTok, fucking all socials, right? Yeah. My kid is scrolling and she stops and she's I'm, I'm, I'm driving. I can hear regulators playing. It says, Dad, is your song. And I said, okay. And in the middle of the song, it flipped country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, man, I uh, was in that motherfucker doing this one right here. Warren, you hear me? I was in there getting that Oh, home. yeah. Man, listen. I'm, first off, I'm a fan of all music. I don't give a fuck what it is. Afrobeat, fucking classic, jazz, yeah. everything, right? So I'm a fan. When they flip country, bro, I think it flipped my country too. Like it, it, yeah. it, it, it flipped the country and me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And yeah. I, next thing I know, I'm yeah, yeah. I'm going and I'm, I'm being funny, but to, the point I'm making here is that man, someone told me the biggest form of flattery is to be copied of someone to use your stuff or to inspire. Mm -hmm. When you hear, when you hear regulators, you hear those remixes. Like, like, where does it take you? Like, what are you thinking when you hear? Uh, this? When you heard the country version, what did it take you? I was like, that's, that's dope. They rock this. <laughs> I was saying, they rock. That was like, it's dope. Dope actually, is dope, right? Actually, I uh, uh, just talked to uh, uh, Jennifer Horton, who's a, a, actually, we, we partnering up. That's She going to start doing some work with me. Shout up. out to Jennifer management-wise. That's what's up. Um, and she's tight with his people. He talked to his people and like, what do you guys want to do? Yo, you got so, something there. I, I told them that I could do a, a, a brand new version with new verses to regulate for that. You know, if he wants his version of his parts to still stay as is, or he could do some new new verses. And we just created a new regulate 2023. That'd be hard yeah. and yeah. needed. Yeah. We need good vibes right now. Man. Yeah. You get ready to go on tour? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, High school reunion tour, uh, me, Snoop, Wiz, and Too Short and Burner. Oh, wow. Oh, say a word. That's a, a smoke affair. Ooh. <laughs> tell, me, tell, me, tell, me, tell me a little bit about it. Where, where, where does it start? Where, do, uh, you know? We start off in Canada, Vancouver, Canada. Uh, and then from there, we do the Northwest. Oh, and then wow. we ease over into the Midwest. And then from the Midwest, we go, uh, I think we start heading towards Pennsylvania, uh, Indianapolis, and then we do Brooklyn, uh, New Jersey. I think we do two days in Brooklyn, then we do, I mean, uh, New Jersey, then we do a, a, a day in Brooklyn. And uh, we all over the place. Oh, it's it's a, a two-month two, two tour, oh, so wow. we're going to be hitting, like, everywhere. And I'm going to have fun, man, uh, and tapping in with everybody in every sure. city. You, you know, on that barbecue, the whole you nine. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. yes, so, so, so take me, um, like, 
What's the what's the what's the what's the what's the constant with with tours? Like, are they headaches? Are they nerve wracking? Are you are leading up to it? Like, take me through. I, I know what sports is like. We have a training mm-hmm. camp mm-hmm. to get ready for a season. You go to season. You play the whole season. You got playoffs. Like, take me yeah. through a tour though. It's the, the same like? thing. Really. Uh, it's the same thing. Some you get, you get, you get, you love doing it, but you get burnt out mm. sometimes with with some of the things that that you're doing. Uh, as far as partying every it's day, it's a lot, yo. It's a like lot. Like partying right? every day, you gotta you gotta get into that party vibe every day. Damn. And uh, you know, it's a lot of drinking and smoking. Uh, a lot of vibes. And, you know, yeah, just 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 a bunch of stuff like that that's constantly going on and some. Sometimes you get kind of burnt out on it. Um, I do. Uh, are y'all collabing? Are y'all music? I know it ain't all partying. Are y'all working oh, no, a little bit? We, no, we, we work. We work. Uh, everybody carries like a portable studio you can mm. set up right in your dressing oh, yeah. room. Yeah. You know, with the with the as long as the music is already done and formatted, mm. you just pop your headphones on, get your booth up, start playing. Mm. Um, like I'll be like, short, I need a verse, or Snoop, I need this mm. whiz. Come on. But I'm actually uh, working on a record uh, right now for me, Snoop and Wiz. Oh, wow. Uh, to drop before we leave in July. I was going to say, mm-hmm. in this situation, when you have a tour, do you, do you, do you focus on new music <laughs> or do you, is this your chance to put new music out? Uh, yeah, I definitely uh, focus on new music. And, and it's just another uh, vehicle to push that new music by yeah. being on the road. You can introduce them in the show the new music as well, while it's on the radio playing, mm-hmm. getting people familiar with it. Um, they can see it as well, and then that, that, it works together. Oh, wow. Yeah, I just did one with Lil Wayne, too. That's that's pretty dope. Oh, wow, that's what's Actually, up. that motherfucker's super dope. Say I'm gonna push play on you. <laughs> we got to go to the Regal. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's dope. I mean, it's really dope. Now, I gotta, I gotta ask about what feels like, I know music is your love, but mm-hmm. man, bro, when I talk, when I talk rubs and I talk, when I talk grilling, when I talk grilling to you and smoking and, and, and barbecuing, bro, you light up like a whole nother, bro. Like, what is the, I know you said your pops, <laughs> man, but this your true, this is your true passion right here. Like, yeah. grilling is your true passion. I mean, it's, it's just fun. Um, it's a getaway um, because I don't have to deal with like any politics or any, mm. you know, any clearances or anything like that. Right. I'm in my own world and and whoever's around, we just having a good time and feeling good and, and just conversating like we are right now, just having a good time conversating and it's just a feel good, you know, right. and it just, it just it's a, a, an escape for me away from the the uh, the things that go on in the music business, like for instance, me trying to get my masters back, you know, and it's been thirty years. Mm. You know, they've been juicing me that long. You know, I didn't put so many kids through college, high school, that bought so many houses for all these kids, and and all I ask you guys to do for me doing what I did by saving the company is to give me my masters back. That's the best gift you could give me. But they just juicing me still. So, um, What's the it takes me away from all of that. Wow. Yeah. Y'all got me all in thought, though. I know bullshit, man. This is fire. That's the rap. 
No, I didn't. Man, know. man, that's been certified oh, today, yeah. man. We had Warren G come in here and show us the whole joint from fucking rubs oh, to, yeah. to sauces to tangy to barbecue to hot. But y'all ain't ready. What's this shit say? Sniffing Griffins. Sniffing Griffins. Yes, Smoke me out. Oh, yeah. Blood these names. <laughs> Smoking <laughs> me out, we brings heat in the room. We brings heat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just want to ask you, man, what's the process in something like that? That's a long process. I'm uh, fighting for something that you created and something that's technically yours. It's, it's been a, it's, like I said, it's, it's 30 years. You know, um, I haven't really started, I, I just started really like focusing on that like in the last maybe like 10 years as far as, you know, like, damn, why wasn't I thinking when I was younger about my masters yeah. and I could have done these deals while I still had ownership within my masters? I own my publishing catalog. That's the biggest shit ever. Right. Um, you know, a lot of guys don't, Facts. you know, but the guys that do, you see these deals being made, like Dre, Facts. with the 200 and something, I think that's just for the chronic. Right, that ain't even his you whole joint, right. And they come to me like, we want to do half of da-da-da-da-da, but I say, hey, we may be able to do that. <laughs> business, is bu business is business. <laughs> yeah, but I, because I still own, you know, you, hey, you guys just, you know, came in a little bit as a partner. Right. You have, know, but uh, have you ever thought about taking some of these young guns mm -hmm. and putting them under your umbrella and kind of giving them like a little script or whatever? All the, the time, like a lot of the young artists, uh, um, BG Perico, uh, Zoe Summers, and you know, like all Glasses Malone, like these like underground artists here, mm -hmm. like that yeah. people really don't know about yet. Yeah. But a lot of, even the artists, even like Ty Dolla Sign, guys like that, a lot, a lot of these guys, they call me and, and ask me about all of this shit. And then I give them a, a blueprint of how oh, to move. Man. Like, BG Carrico called me and I, he was just like, Unk, you know, like, what, what can I do to, to, you know, try to make my, my shit move better? I said, be different, you know, be different and Quit talking about ops in every song. Uh, you don't have to do that in every song. Just tell, just paint a picture and tell your story. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's good, bad, whatever it is, just paint a, a whole movie, a picture. Mm -hmm. So people don't just have to hear you saying, well, I'm gonna do this or do that to some motherfucker all the time. I'm, what that people don't want to hear that every day. We want to feel good sometimes. Right. You know, be different. You know, like myself, I talk some shit. You know, but then I I, I still uh, spit some game at the same time as far as how I guide you in a direction where a positive direction too. Right. You know, but I talk some shit because that's some shit that I went through at that time. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you my whole the story and the vibe. Of, of how I'm feeling or what I'm going through. And it's just like, I'm not no gang bang motherfucker like out rowdy and doing all kind of shit. I just told my story, just a young teen coming out of Long Beach, California, just trying to survive, just trying to be something in life. But I had to go through all of this shit to, to see and say that I don't want to be in this type of shit. I still fuck with you niggas. I love y'all. Right. I still fuck with all you guys, but I don't want to still be coming in the hood, hanging in the motherfucking hood. I love the hood and I give back all the time, but 
living in that motherfucker, hell no, nah, I'm trying to get the fuck away. And that's what I did. Right. And I still fuck with everybody, but shit, I pop through for 10 or 15 minutes each spot. I'm not going to sit there long because if I sit there too long, I'm going to get myself in some trouble. So I got to get out of there. Right. You know, hey, we'll smoke a joint. We have a shot, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. Smoke a joint. Look, I'm gone. Deuces. Love you. Deuces. Love you. Deuces. Chuck and I'll deuces. be back, you know, because I don't want to fuck up my shit by shooting somebody or hurting somebody who don't know me, even though I don't go through that. Right. But I don't want to have to put myself in that position where I have to say, okay, Next one, you tripping with me for what? You know, you don't even know me. Or somebody just on some bullshit, because I'm blasting. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't like these other motherfuckers. Gotcha. And I ain't going to sit up there and, and get on a record talking about I'm supposed to do this or do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm just protecting myself, my family. That's it, you know, I, and I, I, if I'm with my homeboys and some shit going on, I, I'm, down, I'm with, we, it's, it is what it is. We, we, we just got to do what we got to do. Facts. Um, but other than that, hey, I'm soft as Peter Cottontail, shit, I ain't tripping. <laughs> I, heard you, I heard you say uh, when you said uh, about your masters and, and mm -hmm. how you, when you was younger, you was thinking a, a whole nother way. How, how important is the script in which we give to each other or the script in which we inherit or when we talk to our OG to get dope information. How important is that script to be able to be handed down to the next generation? How important is that? It's, it's very important so they don't go through the, uh, the, shit, the, the, the things that we went through. It's very important so they don't go through uh, the things that we've been through. You know, even even with my kids, I tell them, I said, look, you you y'all talk to me like y'all think y'all slick or something or I'll slick. Everything that you done been through and gonna go through, I've been through it already. That's why I try to tell you mm. ahead of the game on certain situations that you're going through, this is how you gotta handle that situation. And I do that for artists, mm. I do that for my kids, and it's it's really important. Uh, to pass it down. I'm not sure how many guys do, but I even uh, DM'd Kodak Black when he was going through all the stuff before he went to jail. Mm. Him and uh, Baby Soldier. Okay. It was Kodak Black. Um, I reached out to, actually I reached out, reached out to Baby Soldier because he was in jail for murder. And him and Kodak Black, they, they was tight, you know, but this was actually before he went to jail for the murder situation, which he beat, and he got out, and then he's back in jail for a violation, I think, baby soldier. And I told him, I said, look, talk to Kodak Black and have him call me. I want to talk to him because he don't have no, nobody trying to guide him in the right direction. So I reached out, and I reached out to Kodak Black, but he went to jail. I don't even know if he even seen it, but... Just me being from here, way on the West Coast, because I, I stay in tune with all the younger artists, all artists my age, whatever. Stoke. I stay in tune, tune with everything. Stoke. And uh, I, I was just, somebody got to say something to this dude. So I just reached out to Baby Soldier, then reached out to him and talked to both of them. And uh, Baby Soldier, he got it. You know, I was looking out for him while he was locked up, too. And... Uh, 
it just it's, it feels good to pass it down, and, and Kodak is starting to get it mm. a little. He's starting to get it because right. I seen he started investing in in uh, real estate and and things like that, and uh, and just moving in a different direction a little. Even though he got had a dirty, uh, you know, um, he's still trying to move in the right direction by building, you know, building you know, wealth for the neighborhood that he came up in and, you know, making it possible for, for people there to have jobs and stuff like that. Gotta have it, yeah. So that's pretty dope. Gotta have that, too. Yeah. You know, that yeah. script's gotta be out there. I gotta ask you about your Raiders, man. Still going strong with the Raiders. I mean, I got major love for the Raiders. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I think we should have, uh, I mean, I know it was a contract thing with, with Carr. I, Carr is my guy. I love Carr. It's but your guy? You got Jimmy G, though. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, G? yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's straight. He's Porn straight. He's, Jimmy. He, he just got to stay healthy. Jimmy. God damn shit. He got to stay healthy. He got to stay healthy. Man, I like porn star Jimmy better than I like Derek. Derek nah, I'm down with it. Um, y'all got, got a super duper athlete and a wide receiver mm -hmm. in Adams, man. And yeah. It takes a certain arm to get it to him, man. Yeah. Straight yeah. up. Yeah. I like y'all, yeah. man. I, I like y'all team. I ain't like how y'all went. saying Aaron Rodgers was going to come. That would have been. That would have been legend. <laughs> they just shut Vegas down, dog. Yeah. It ain't enough Hiawasa in Vegas to fuck with, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that would have been legendary. That would have been different. Oh, yeah. Can Vegas handle Aaron Rodgers, though? Fresh out of Green Bay, like. Yeah, shit. That's the party capital. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to you earlier, and uh, y'all going on tour. I mm. gotta think that on some of these tours, you gonna hit some of these barbecue spots in some of these oh, places. Oh man, I'm going to every city I go to. I'm tapping in with every barbecue pit master there is. Y'all heard that barbecue? Yes, indeed. We coming straight live. We're straight live to you. You know what I'm saying? Warren G. The tour going. You know what I'm saying? What's the name of the tour again? It's called the High School Reunion oh, Tour. Man. Snoop Dogg, Too Short, Warren G. Uh, Wiz Khalifa and Burner. Oh no, we and and, and uh, DJ Drama. Oh yeah, and, it's gonna uh, be one of the. It's ones. gonna be a classic. We're gonna have a good time, and we're gonna show y'all life on tour. Hey, yes indeed, yes sir. Hey, we're gonna crack on this goddamn barbecue. I gotta ask, what's your favorite thing to smoke, and what's your favorite thing to grill? Favorite. Uh, you had to pick one. My favorite one. thing to smoke uh, uh, is brisket. Mm. Yeah, brisket. It, that's my favorite thing to smoke. And then as far as grilling, oh, wait. Pick uh, one. Can't pick them all. You're going to pick one. Uh, grilling, uh, mm. damn, let me see. Um, I say I, I really like to do uh, like uh, salmon, grilling it. Mm. Yeah, hot and fast, mm. you know, get the skin crispy on the bottom. Yes, indeed. Now, when are, is it safe to say with all of this that you set up today, right? Mm -hmm. Is it safe to say that we're going to see the Warren G regulator cookbook someday? Definitely. Sniffing Griffin's BBQ. Okay, what about the rubs <laughs> and the seasoning? The rubs and seasonings is, is already in action. Uh, that's on uh, SniffingGriffinsBBQ.com. Sniffing Griffins. Y'all hear that? Sniffing Griffin. SniffingGriffinsBBQ.com. I got Sniffing my SniffingGriffinsBBQ.com. Yes, indeed. Sniffing Griffin. What's Sniffing Griffin? You got to give us the insight. What's Sniffing uh, Griffin? Sniffing Griffins is my, uh, my rubs. I have an all-purpose uh, rub. I have an original 
Uh, I have uh, Smoky Sauce. I have a, Damn. Uh, actually, the names is We Bring Heat, Smoking Me Out, and OG, my OG sauce. And uh, it's really good sauces. Uh, it's a different, different flavor. Hold on, man. You jumping through everything. You got barbecue sauces too? Barbecue oh, these sauces. Are, these are sauces. Yeah. So we need to see the whole shaboing boy. I need oh, yeah. to see the whole thing thing. Don't tell yeah, me I y'all got, got salad dressing and shit coming too. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything, KG. Yeah, the hot sauce, that's coming. I got a yellow sauce coming. Ooh. I even have a, a seasoning salt coming. Uh, then I have flavor, some flavored salts that's coming as well, as well as uh, 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 plant-based mm. uh, seasonings. Yeah. I was gonna ask you that, man. As a, as a chef, man, how much do you a have vegan to, for vegan? People. I was about to say, how much of the wave you gotta you gotta pay attention to and, and, and implement a little bit of kind of like where food is going. Everything's healthier. Yeah. Everything's plant-based. I'm yeah. all, I mean, I'm I'm, line, I'm right up in there. I do. Uh, uh, Portobello uh, burgers is really good. Or I, I, I eat it without anything. I just love to grill them mm. or, or smoke them too. Uh, and just how juicy and flavorful they are. It tastes damn near like a steak. Oh, wow. I got to <laughs> get on that. Oh, yeah. Portobello mushrooms. Uh, take some olive oil or avocado oil, you know, rub it down and season it up. And get to cooking. You'll know when it's done. Man. You know what I want to do, man? One time when you go to Vegas and you, um, what do you call it when you go to the um, football games? Tailgate. When you tailgate at the Raiders game, mm -hmm. I want to I I be there. Oh, yeah. I want to be there for that. Yes, indeed. We're yes, going to have indeed. the cameras. We're going we're gonna to certify. We're going to chill right there. Might even watch. Do you watch the game right there or you go in? Uh, no, nah, I go in, but... Mm. And so I'm sitting right there and watch it from right there, though? I have been. I have watched it um, before we, the Raiders and Chargers, when they used to battle. We'd, mm. we'd go up to the Chargers game about 100 deep. Oh, and shit. And we start with breakfast, lunch, and then we have another meal when people come out from the game, everybody that goes in, because some people just stay out. When they come back out, feed again. Everybody's a whole new batch of food. Is it? Are you, is it free? Are you paying it's for it? It's free. All of us, Damn. it's our whole That's gotta crew. That's got to be a storm. Our whole crew. You got the, the, the frying man. You got the barbecue man. You got the, uh, the uh, what was it, the breakfast man. What? We had, every, we had every type of food. We had it all right there. Well, breakfast, lunch, and a late, I guess, I don't want to say dinner, but meal after, after the game. Music going? It's a vibe? Oh, yeah, party. Oh, yeah. We there, we there, yo. Partying. Put this down on the list. <laughs> Y'all heard it first. Oh, yeah. Man, thank you, dog. I appreciate you coming through, yes, man. Yes, Thanks for having no me, doubt, man. man. Yes, indeed. Yes, oh, indeed. man, shout to you, your family, everybody, man. Y'all know what it is, man. Certified. Hey. Chat.